joining me in the studio now. I've got some people to help us parse together what is exactly going on in the city. The announcement on Tuesday by Mayor Rahm Emanuel that he would not be running for re-election sent shockwaves through the city. It made national headlines and it cracked February's election wide open. And there are questions of what's next for the exiting mayor and the city. Will there be even more names on the ballot than the 11 already there? And is there more to this decision than meets the eye? Joining me in the studio to help find answers are WBEZ politics reporters Becky Vivi and Tony Arnold. Thank you both for joining me today. How are you? Thanks, Joe. Good. Hey. Tired. I, I imagine. I wanted to I wanted to ask you about that. We were, we were speaking a bit off mic about how this is like a, a, kind of a journalist's dream, right? It's what it's, we live it's for. It's what you no. live for. Yeah. Uh, when uh, when uh, this broke on Tuesday, walk me through what your day was like and what other journalists uh, had to say as well. Well, uh, actually, Tony and I had planned to go to uh, an American Legion hall with our friend uh, yeah. Dave McKinney. We were going to be doing um, some other reporting and uh, you know, the mayor sent an updated schedule. It was also the first day of school. Yeah. Um, and as a former schools reporter, I found it a little odd for him to hold a pre- like to call a press conference at 11 a.m. Mm-hmm. downtown. Um, usually, he's out at a lot of schools on the first day of school, and it's just school, 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 school visit, school visit, school visit. Um, he was at a school in the early morning, but they added this, and and when they added it, I kind of walked over to Tony and Dave, and I said, you know, he's either gonna. I don't really know. Like, he's either going to say he's running or he's going to say he's not running. And I gave a heads up to the news team as I headed out the door. And that was really the first time I had even thought of that as kind of a potential possibility. Of him not running. Of him not running. Um, There had been some murmurs, like, I would say the week before the holiday weekend um, among reporters that... You know, well, you know, it's time to collect signatures, and his campaign seems to be having a slow start. Um, and so, yeah, I went downtown, and the minute he walked out of the back room, which is like there's like a door to his office mm-hmm. behind the podium, the minute he walked out with his wife Amy, pretty much everyone in the room knew what was he what he was about to say. Yeah, because I mean, there's no really other reason for family to be there unless right. it was something. Like right. that, yeah. Yeah. This is this, uh, of course, you know, broke huge in Chicago. It broke huge all around the the country, and people had their eye on this election. Anyway, it was going to be right. something nuts. <laughs> anyway, with Rom on the receiving end of so much criticism from so many groups, there's already almost a dozen people running against him. One less person on the surface would seem to make this a simpler process for all of us. But does it? Does does this decision not to seek re-election impact the race as a whole, Tony? Oh, yeah. I mean, if you've been paying attention at all to who's actually running for mayor so far, uh, you can kind of just, I don't know, I don't want to say wipe the board clean and start over, but um, it's it's kind of like just a, we're hitting restart on this whole campaign um what's up is down what's left is right dogs and cats are you know living <laughs> together and and it's just kind of it it, it it it's opening this whole i mean there's been so many different maneuverings just in the last 48 hours since mm-hmm. this came down about okay well if rom's out then who is it and that's how politics goes you know not just in chicago but everywhere it's if it's not him then who is it and um we've already seen uh, a name like Lisa Madigan, the current attorney general who's not seeking re-election to her position, had to come out and say, no, I'm not going to do this. I'm not going to run for Chicago mayor. 
um, while any number of other people uh, who haven't declared uh, their candidacy are saying, well, I'm thinking about it, yeah. I saw uh, Congressman Luis Gutierrez quoted in the Sun-Times this morning saying he's thinking about it. Uh, yesterday, the comptroller, Susana Mendoza, uh, was saying she's thinking about it. There's too many names to, to go down. There's, I mean, there's like another dozen names of people yeah. just saying I'm thinking of it, in mm-hmm. addition to the nearly dozen names who have already said um, yeah, I, I'm collecting signatures. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go for it. The mayor also had spent or had raised by far the most money. So although mm-hmm. there were 12 people in the race, he had like t- almost 10 million dollars in his campaign mm-hmm. coffers, and the next most was like 600 thousand. And so there's a big vacuum, and a lot of um, supporters, labor groups, wealthy business people who were giving to Ram. And now the question is. Who's gonna pick up all of that support, and is it gonna, is it gonna fracture itself? Like, is, is are Rom's you know business supporters gonna back one person, and labor groups gonna back back another person? There will be it's. I mean, it changes everything. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I feel like that we all focus on the numbers, the sheer number of people, but I think um, prior to Rom withdrawing his name, he was he was still the clear front runner just because of his sheer. Uh, monetary war chest yeah. and now um, it just it makes like it makes he was also known you know a known factor like yeah, people, people know his, his name, name and, and, and a lot of the how people many people can race. name three other candidates running right. in this in this race um, it's it's a lot of people who are running for the first time ever yeah. elected off for elected office mm-hmm. not just mayor so um, the fact that that now like the the big celebrity in the room is is getting out is also another sign of Where's this thing going? Right, and, and is there a and name quite know yet. big enough that can kind of step into that? I talked to the mayor's floor leader yesterday, Patrick O'Connor, mm-hmm. alderman of the 40th Ward, and he's also kind of considering retirement himself. He he also gave me a clear no; he's not running for mayor. Mm-hmm. Um, but you, you know, he, he also now. said he also <laughs> said yeah, I'm right. also not running. For mayor. <laughs> yeah, we're not running for mayor either. Um, he also said that you know. Uh, he didn't think that the, the the next mayor of Chicago was among the already announced pool, and he said there are a lot of people who didn't relish the thought of taking on Rahm Emanuel. And I think now you've got people who are like, "Well, that's like if he's not in the race, I don't have to worry about taking him on. I can take on all these other people, yeah. no problem." <laughs> so yeah. we're talking to Becky Vivi and Tony Arnold about this whole mayoral race kerfuffle that has sprung up in the last couple of days. I want to go back and talk about this nearly ten million dollars that Rom has in his uh, campaign fund. Uh, now that it's not being used for a campaign, he's got a few options as to what to do with this money. What uh, do we think this is? going to be allotted to or is he going to give it back to all of his supporters he did say in some of the interviews he's done in the last 24 hours he is um going to give some of it back he didn't it wasn't clear specifically which what amounts he was going to get back and to who he mentioned labor groups and some of the business leaders that like recently gave he's like i'm going to be giving this money back and then they can decide who they want to give it to instead rather than having rom because if he could donate directly from his campaign to another campaign. That's one of the things he could do with it. I think, um, you know, politically, because so many people wanted to challenge the mayor, him anointing a successor, mm-hmm. um, I think, you know, 
maybe wouldn't necessarily help that candidate. So going the route of I'm going to give the money back to the people who gave it to me, let them decide. So it's not like I'm directing their money to somebody that they maybe don't necessarily support. Yeah. I, I, I'll just add that I, this campaign for mayor is going to be, um, I, I think it's fair to say, very expensive. Mm. Um, and I think it's telling what how much money – uh, Emmanuel, Rahm Emanuel has raised just in the last few months, but also where this is going to be going. The, the in in the state of Illinois, there's a cap on how much a candidate can raise. But the minute somebody raises over that cap um, in one donate one single donation, then all caps are off. You can raise unlimited amounts. And Becky, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think Willie Wilson, the candidate, already busted that cap, which means if I'm a rich person, I can give. Twenty million dollars, if I want, to one candidate mm-hmm. in one lump sum, and, um, and, and so that that could be happening, you know, in the next few weeks as we figure out who this is. If if there is a person who has, you know, the interests of business groups or labor union unions or whatever, uh, I expect that it's going to be, you know, you're going to be seeing that name on on TV and on every billboard around the city. Um, as this this is going to be a very consolidated but very expensive um, race. Mm-hmm. WBZ politics reporters Becky Vivi and Tony Arnold joining me in the studio. We're talking about Rahm Emanuel's most recent announcement on Tuesday that he will not be running for mayor of Chicago. Uh, this announcement came uh, the week, or it came on the eve of the uh, Jason Van Dyke Laquan McDonald trial, and uh, that case has haunted his entire uh, second term. Uh, this case uh, led to the ouster uh, at the ballot box of the county prosecutor, the firing of a police superintendent, and a Department of Justice civil rights investigation of the city's police department. And uh, although Rahm has cited personal reasons for leaving office, do you have a sense of whether or not this trial, the potential of any any bombshells coming out of it, affected his decision? Um, you know, I don't. I don't have any sense, and it's something that I will hopefully ask him later today. Um, and uh, but I would say that I think that this this trial was going to be a very integral and key part of this campaign, and it still will be. Um, that fired police superintendent you mentioned, yeah, Gary McCarthy, he's running <laughs> also for mayor. Happens so funny, funny, thing. funny thing. Um, so, you know, the former police board president, Lori Lightfoot, also running for mayor. Mm-hmm. Uh, activist Jamal Green running for mayor. So these are all people actually who, who who are building platforms. And one of their strongest things is it has to do with criminal justice, criminal justice reform, police reform. And this particular trial, as we all know, as Chicagoans, lit up the city in 2015 in terms of of, of just the, the raw reaction and anger. Um, and I think, as, as you said, it's something that has really hung over Emmanuel for the for the last four years, you know, for his whole second term. Um, and I think, I do think that in terms of the political calculation, and though he will say, and that some polls did show that he would still win in a runoff, it was inevitable he was going to go to a runoff, and he would have had a a, a pretty uh, rough fight um, because there will be things coming out in this trial. I don't, I can't predict any of them. I'm not, you know, I'm not behind the scenes. Yeah. Even our criminal justice experts here at the station who are covering this trial couldn't tell you what bombshells might drop. But um, certainly I think um, they're connected. But again, the mayor, 
you know, he didn't mention it, didn't talk about it. He's addressed it in a few interviews since he's announced that he's not running. Um, but you know, he 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 says, you know, it's just part of. It's gonna be. It's gonna be all part of. People will judge me on my entire time here and all of the things I did, good and bad, ugly, whatever. So, yes, I mean, this is obviously going to play a huge, huge role still, even if he's out of the race. This is a really good time to mention that over at wbz.org, the uh, 16 Shots series is available to to listen and hats off to to everybody across the hall for all of that hard work. So before I let you go. Uh, you mentioned a lot of the folks who are, are running for mayor, and they do range from people who are activists uh, for police and prison reform to the man that used to run the police department. What does that say about the city and what they might be looking for in their new leader, Tony? I mean, well, <clears throat> just take stock for a minute about what's happened since the the video release of um, the shooting of Laquan McDonald and um, whether it's politics or, or you're talking about policy, um, you know, I'll, I'll just point to the most recent example. Aside from the firings that took place, it's it's you have now a consent decree that's being negotiated between the mayor's office and the attorney general for the state of Illinois. And the last, you know, kind of sticking point of that about how policing is done in Chicago. Um, this has been like a, a full up, you know, from top to bottom review and the fact that that was even done in the first place is, is I think, noteworthy. Secondly, that, that, that there's this dispute about whether police officers should have to document when they point their gun at somebody. Not when they shoot, just mm-hmm. point the gun, and, and that's now been resolved. Um, and then as an as a offshoot of that, you have the, the police officer unions fighting the entire existence of this. So there's really three positions here going on. Should police officers have to point their or document when they point their guns or not? Uh, there's two issues. And then the third one is is whether this should, document should even exist. It's, you know, there's just been so much going on about the policy of policing. And this campaign, I think, is going to it's, it's going to go deep on on that particular issue. And at the city, I think voters are going to have to, you know, kind of wrestle on where they where they stand on on some of these issues and think about how this is being even talked about it's going to be it's going to be something to see yeah i think there will be a lot of chicagoans who vote on this issue and this issue alone i will also say though we are two chicagos Mm -hmm. uh, maybe more three or four chicagos when it comes to how we fix this problem um again you have a lot of people backing gary mccarthy because they back the police or they are police officers you also have people backing Lori Lightfoot because they see like certain reforms that they want put in place and and the consent decree and you have activists like you know who support Jamal Green because they they really have also different views about policing and its role in society and so you're going to have people who are single issue voters on this i will say there are also going to be a lot of chicagoans who care a lot more about issues that are not have nothing to do with police Mm. care about schools they care about finances they care about downtown development ron was huge on downtown development and even some neighborhood development he was you know a business friendly mayor and there are a lot of people who are gonna vote on those issues and i don't know who's who's out there in terms of a candidate for them right now um and so i think we do have a former principal and i think there are some people who will try to address those other issues but you know, policing will be something that many Chicagoans vote on that and that alone, 
you know, we have a lot, like I said, single issue voters, but mm. there's also yeah. going to be people looking for somebody who can who can address more than just that. If you look back at like the 2015 election too, one thing that Chewy Garcia did in his in his runoff campaign is form this coalition of all these different groups and, and brought them all together to actually, you know, make a run of it. And I, I kind of wonder if there is going to be a candidate who's going to be able to light that spark again in that same way, mm-hmm. in a similar way, that just brings all these different groups that you wouldn't normally put under one umbrella um, in that in that kind of a way. Um, you would probably use the word progressive, but something like that, like who's that progressive candidate, right, That that that's looking to come forward? That it's a buzzword right now. A lot of mm-hmm. people use it. Mm-hmm. I don't know who in this field is that that's going to to go to. I think they're all kind of jockeying for that right yeah, now. Yeah, and some people would say one of his downfalls in the runoff was like people still saw him only as sort of this like uh, focused on what happened with the public schools and the closing of mental health clinics and didn't talk enough about pensions and and finances. And so yeah, especially if this does go into runoff, the the person has to talk about more than just a single issue. So, it'll be really 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 fascinating to follow and to cover. We're all going to have yeah. spinning heads. Shoni and I will be over at our desks. Yeah. Just... Yeah. Well, I thank you both for, for making some time to talk with me today. And uh, I want everyone to to just know that these two are working their behinds off to make sure that we, all this news gets out to us. Go to WBEZ.org for uh, more uh, of this breaking news and keep your eyes peeled for Becky's interview with the mayor. Thanks. Good luck. Yeah, thanks. Have fun. <laughs>